JM in the AM. Our good friend David Cutler leads the NCSY summer programs. He has the privilege of um, providing incredible, incredible summer educational and fun experiences for 2,000 students from really around the world, not just the United States. In the NCSY summer programs, the bulk of which happen in Israel, many of them happen here in the United States of America. And like our friends in the uh, in the um, Pesach hotel business back in uh, March, and like many, of course, who are uh, thinking of the summer, summer camps, etc., as you can imagine, David is working hard uh, to make sure that the NCSY summer programs are doing everything, everything possible to have as normal a summer as possible. David Cutler, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. How are you? Baruch Hashem. Nice to speak with you. I guess the first thing we have to realize is that this summer is not going to be like previous summers, right? Yeah, you, you mentioned the word normal. I have no idea what that means anymore, <laughs> to be honest with you. So it's uh, this is going to be a much different summer than, than we've ever had before, but I think it even takes on uh, greater importance than we've ever had before. A summer under normal circumstances for children is absolutely critical. Um you know, for them to be productive and to continue what they've done throughout the year, or God forbid the opposite, if, you know, children being idle over the summer is really horrible. And uh, that's why we feel the responsibility uh, to do everything we can to, to provide a summer program for as many kids as possible this by, summer. By the way, David, I'm so glad you started with this point. I'm so glad you started with this point because, and I know it's not half, I don't know what the percentages are, but, you know, we'll go with this. Half the audience is saying, and, and again, this is a, a valid opinion, uh, I, I would not, you know, I would not send my child to any program because, uh, you know, health concerns, etc. And again, everyone understands that. But the other half is saying just the opposite. I desperately need, and and my spouse desperately needs that our child have the summer experience as as best as possible um, during this summer. And, uh, you know, I'm sure you understand the first viewpoint, but boy, do you understand the second viewpoint. And that's why I admire people like yourself who are not giving up, but working very hard every day to come up with ever-changing plans to make sure that those kids and those families who want to take advantage of NCSY summer programs can. Yeah, it's, it's such an amazing point you make because when this, when this started, we had 1,735 kids signed up. Um, and we really, at this point, I'll tell you, one would think that we most of our kids would have withdrawn. Or, right. So we certainly, we've had a, a hundred kids or so who withdrawn, and that's because a lot of them are from Canada and don't want to cross borders. We, we have over 1,600 kids still signed up uh, and still waiting on our decision um, and God willing with our efforts to be able to provide something because it is such a critical thing for people to get out of their houses. Um, and, and to be able to do something productive this summer. And that's why, uh, again, when we immediately, right, right when this struck, we immediately formed six different working groups in NCSY summer uh, to work on different possibilities uh, for the summer for as many kids as possible. Um, and, and the beautiful thing, one of the reasons I really wanted to talk to you this morning uh, is because there was a seventh track at the, at the same time by our parent company, the OU. And, uh, and what's incredible about what's going on within the, within the OU and NCSY is most camps, and to their credit, have to see alternatives for their kids, see what's available, see what they can do. Right. 
And then TSY Summers no different. We did the exact same thing. The OU immediately went into action and said, what can we do for Klai Yisrael? Not just about kids, but what can we do for Klai Yisrael? What, what is Klai Yisrael going to need? What are the Jewish people going to need uh, in the new norm uh, of these times? And they immediately went into action. And they also have a, a number of alternatives in the works right now. Um, and it's an incredible thing. Uh, and I'm so proud to work for the company that I do, for the OU and for NTSY. Because uh, we could have just said, okay, we're worried about NTSY kids. We have the 1,700 kids. But no, we're, we're really, are, 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 that's why we have you know, closed yet, God forbid, thank God, because we really see it as a, as a responsibility to the Jewish people uh, to provide not only summer programming, but meaningful programming for Klai Yisrael uh, for what they're going to need in this, new, in this new time. And you're open and honest with everybody. As we get closer and closer to whatever the deadlines are, you have no idea. You have no idea how many programs will be able to open, what's going to happen, but you're working very hard to make sure that as many of them can, in fact, Will and um, and we should mention obviously, and I know this is obvious to everybody, especially knowing the background of the OU NCSY and yourself. I know that this is obvious, but we should state that you are going beyond the call of duty to make sure that every program is run as safely as possible. Obviously, you're not guaranteeing anything in terms of people's health, but you are working as hard as possible to make sure that whatever does happen is going to happen under the safest conditions possible. Correct. There's never a guarantee. Even even on a regular summer, there's never any kind of guarantee. But again, uh, whatever whatever the guidelines that come out and the restrictions that come out, uh, we are going to go above and beyond that. You know, another two notches to make sure that we are covered and we're protected. Um, and then we'll offer, you know, the safest uh, summer possible for as many kids as possible. But it's, uh, Baruch Hashem, uh, we're very proud of our efforts, and we have so many different, you know, alternatives in the United States here being considered, and we are still holding on to our tickets in Israel. I would love personally, with no, no disrespect to Woodmere, I would rather spend my summer in, uh, in Israel. David, David and, and, and this is a setup for another question. The percentage, and you usually know the statistics really well, the percentage of those 1,700-plus who usually would spend this summer in Israel and the percentage who would spend their summer outside of Israel? So um, 80% of our programs are not a little more uh, spend our summer in Israel. And the reason I say that is because you're not giving up. In other words, you're, you're saying, and I, and I think I could speak for you when we speak in this forum, you're saying you have no idea if it'll be August only. You have no idea if it'll be July and August. And, of course, you have no idea how many weeks it will be or what the program will look like and what movement will be taking place, et cetera, et cetera. But you are saying if there's a way to get to Israel and the authorities and everybody cooperates and, and allows for it to happen, it's going to happen. Correct. We, look, our, our sweet spot is Israel. What we do best is in Israel. Um, and I can tell you we're not going to go to Israel in July. That we decided. Uh, it was decided for us. But we, we are holding tickets for August in, July, uh, in Israel. And, uh, yeah, if we can go to Israel, and, again, there's a lot of things that would have to fall the right way over the next few weeks. Uh, but it, it really is our goal. And Israel, look, Israel's way ahead of where we are in terms of dealing with this virus. Right. And uh, so we're, we're on the phone with them literally every single day, uh, I mean, every hour, just uh, for updates. And, uh, you know, we're, we're holding out hope that we're going to be able to go there. And if we can, we will. If I would have told you on March 1st any of this, <laughs> none of us would have believed we'd be having this conversation. Would have, I would have had to have you examined. <laughs> for, uh, just, we, were, you know, we were literally set up for our... Our biggest summer ever, the most number of public school kids we were having on our programs. We, we were growing like crazy. Uh, we had, again, we had 1,735 at the time where this really broke, well on our way to just around 2,000, our all-time high um, in Israel and in the States and, and, and in Europe. And, uh, you know, so obviously God had other plans, uh, right. but we're pivoting uh, based on God's plans, and we're going to do the best we can. And I, and I know that it's very 
hard for some people now in this atmosphere to grasp this, which I appreciate, especially since, you know, our kids haven't seen their grandparents in a couple of months, you know, some of whom live a few blocks away. So I know it's hard for people to grasp this. But as we said during the conversation with Phil about birthright, people don't understand always how life-changing experiences these are for kids, especially the public school kids and their families. Their families are, you know, traveling with them to Israel vicariously and experiencing this whole thing when they get back and seeing how it's changed their child's life for the positive. And very often that will go and seep into the family's existence, into their daily routine, and they will change their lives in a positive manner. So there's education here. There's a lot of yeshiva kids who are going to be taken care of during a summer program, but the public school kids as well you know, have so much that they could add, so much value added to their lives and their families' lives. And with everything that's going on, like I said, with this isolation and the necessity to isolate, we shouldn't forget how important it would be to reopen. Yeah, it's, it's a great point because more and more families are spending time with us over the summer in Israel uh, and in other locations also. And, and we really are working more and more with the family unit in, in terms of in terms of Shabbos, in terms of really the follow-up programming, the continued relationships that take place after the summer and during the during the year, and 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 it's critical. We're we're making more and more programming with families in mind, not only during the year but over the summer also. You know, one one of our highlights is obviously Yom Antiyosui of the summer, and uh, you know we love when families come and spend time with us. It's nice to hear about what we do, and you can see videos which are very meaningful. But there's nothing like spending time with us in person and really seeing the kids and our incredible staff in action uh, and their growth, uh, again, especially in the environment of Israel. It's, uh, you know, it just can't be matched. This communication is really important. I think parents and grandparents who don't hear from schools or from summer programs or don't hear much news about what their specific camps uh, you know, are doing or thinking at this time, I think that they're you know, sitting back and wondering, are they dropping the ball? Are they not addressing all this? And I think that you, obviously, in in connection and in communication with the parents and students, uh, which it's quite obvious you're doing, but also in a forum like this, I think it's important for the community to know that you're not, you're not just sitting back and waiting to see what happens. You're actively trying your hardest uh, to think of every contingency plan and put them in place, put them in action when possible. And I think it's really important for people to know. And by the way, I think it's really important for your staff to know that. There are a lot of programs that are staffed by some incredible staff members that you guys hire all through the year. And I think it's important for them to know and for their parents and grandparents to hear it, that the that their summer plans may not be squelched yet. They may still have a, a possibly a shorter but still a meaningful experience. Correct. It's, it's important to know people, you can't hear from us every day because every, every day there's not enough for us to tell you, you know, this change. We're getting information every single day, and we're looking at the new, you know, within the alternatives, there are new alternatives that we're working on. Uh, there are over 50 people who are sitting actively uh, and working on the on our summer contingency plans, literally all over the United States, with all sorts of facilities, we're hoping to come out with a program that is not only in New York and New Jersey, but is replicable in, in all the communities uh, across the U.S. Uh, because again, that, that's what the OU is about. The OU really is about the community, and uh, so not only are we dealing with again Colel and McClellan and our you know and our camp sports and our camp Maor programs, which uh, also we're planning for virtual programming if we need. That's well in the works. Also, if we God forbid have to shut down, uh, we will have incredible, meaningful virtual programming. I mean, NTSY has done an incredible job 
in the last couple months of shifting and pivoting to, to virtual programming, which is not our, it's not our forte. We're all about relationships and everything in person that we do. And uh, for us to have made a shift and a pivot uh, in the last two months like we have has been, has been nothing short of mind-blowing. Yeah. And uh, if we have to do that over the summer, then we will as well, uh, which is why, again, the, the, the community effort that we're making here, again, literally 50, 60 people are sitting by every single day, all day, full-time, uh, working on summer program plans uh, with that facility and that place and that travel program and that possibility in Israel. And uh, because we view it as our responsibility, we want to we want to inspire kids this summer and their parents uh, in, in whatever way we can. Yeah, hundred percent. By the way, uh, based on the uh, sounds of the Cutler home, it sounds like you're already running your own summer program this morning. Am I right about that? My son ran, woke up a little bit earlier this morning than he usually does. The landscaper kind of woke him up, so it's. Uh, Hashem, working at home is fantastic. Uh, it's, well, it certainly has its benefits, and, and you get a taste of running a summer program. There's no question about that. Uh, David Cutler, anything else you'd like to add? Any other uh, specific information you'd like to convey to the audience? People should really be in touch with us at summer at ncsy.org. Uh, because again, we're focused on. We had 1,700 kids signed up for NCSY summer, but we're working we're working on programming uh, for all kids. You know that there really will be for families, for kids, uh, all, all across uh, the country, and uh, that's our responsibility. People should be in touch with us and feel free to ask questions. And uh, God willing, when we're able to, you know, make decisions and uh, and do so in a meaningful and safe kind of way. Uh, then we will, and it's our pleasure, you know, to serve the community. And uh, Baruch Hashem, uh, what NCSY and the OU are doing right now are really uh, it's incredible. Thank God. I'm very proud to be part of it. David, we love highlighting your work. I'm sorry it's under these circumstances, but call a vote for what you're doing. And, uh, and thanks on behalf of all the parents and everybody out there. Thanks for uh, making every effort to make summer of 2020 a positively memorable one. Thank you, Nachum. It's always a pleasure to, to speak with you, and we appreciate what you do for us and for the community. And uh, and really, God willing, everyone should stay safe and stay well, and uh, God willing, we'll all get through this together. Thanks, David. Thank you so much. David Cutler, he leads, of course, the NCSY summer programs. And I'll tell you, everybody, when you're dealing with a high-quality leader, uh, you see the way they handle this situation. And uh, we, we, we should never expect otherwise. And sure enough, they're not disappointing over there at the uh, – NCSY summer programs are taking a very, very bitter batch of lemons <laughs> and making the most delicious uh, batch of lemonade possible, uh, which may not be the best batch. We we get that, but uh, knowing them, uh, you know, knowing them with the with the uh, conditions that are set by government authorities, etc., it'll be the best batch possible.